0: Welcome to the A-Show, it's the ap- apathetic Ann Arbor, or apologize Ann Arbor, for March 31st, 2021 How's it going everybody? I'm doing this live, actually on the 31st, late evening Um, cause of the last 10 minutes, the uh, fucking uh, what you might call it. Elite eight game just ended between the UCLA Bruins the University of Caucasians lost among Asians versus the University of Michigan, the Ann Arbors, the AAS uh pff. <laughs> Holy fuck dude that, that game that game was unnecessarily close and then uh, you gotta give it to the UCLA team over here um I'm I'm very disappointed. I think Big Ten just shut the bed the entire tournament hanging by a fucking thread. When everybody got eliminated so fucking early. The ranking don't matter. You know, it's coming through. But uh, I think Gonzaga is going to win. I'm not convinced by Baylor. I'm not convinced by Houston. Sorry, Canoe. Uh, I'm not convinced by UCLA. Uh, I I see how they may have been underseeded given how much they underachieved this season. I mean, Colorado was above them. Jesus Christ. And then they come out. With the uh, that amount of energy and grit, they came out ready. Uh, we're not gonna get California versus Texas final four, the Elon four that I call it. Uh, but I UCLA showed up the exact way I thought USC might show up on Gonzaga tonight, and I I think uh, they're gonna they're gonna rough up the Zags, you know, quite a bit. But Zags look like the complete team. With complete pacing and absolute dominance. They're clicking in all cylinders. And I really think we will we will have the first perfect season to end the fucking March Madness for the first time in the longest time. Maybe the only time. Uh, because they look really good. And Michigan, unfortunately, uh, they were not off the right rhythm at all. Which just pissed me off. They were not set for the first... Five minutes of this game, and then uh, it—they never got going. They never got going. The last three minutes, they missed four easy shots. Awful. Nobody in the nobody nearby travel by Franz Wagner, and air ball on the open three, and then too much of a strong three on a shot by Smith. Uh, I'm just going like, look, you should have manhandled these motherfuckers, and then they came out. Not confident, not moving, not rotating, as they should have. You know, they came out so unready. I, it's, they're, they were not getting ready. And some of the shots they were taking in the second half, absolutely, with no confidence, not stepping into shooting. And then in the first half, the few baskets that were missed, uh, Eli Brooks won, and then a couple other open ones they missed. Those are like easy twosies right there, four points they completely missed. And then uh, the free throws are missed. I don't know what's up with UCLA just making the other opponent choke up the free throws. I think they just know how to get in the opponent's head because Alabama was just like that game. I saw that, and then I was absolutely shocked how atrocious the Alabama free throw game was. They were like 11 for 24 or some shit. I mean, it was just unbelievable how much they were missing. And I think the Hunter Dickinson, the big boy, the freshman, he was missing. He only made one out of four, five. And I just go, this is unbelievable. Something has gotten into these opponents' heads. and But I really think Gonzaga is going to come out taking care of it because, I mean, it, if uh, I, I just don't know how UCLA got through like that. I mean, for God's sakes, like Colorado was above them. UCLA completely underachieved. Completely underperformed. And they're just like hanging by the thread. And they somehow got through. And Big Ten absolutely shit the bed. Absolutely shit the bed. And they should be fucking embarrassed. No one made it out of a fucking Street 16. You know, other than Michigan. Like, Big Ten was getting ass-fucked early. Way too often. And I'm just disappointed. I thought this was a... I will never... I don't know when I'm going to see a national championship by the University of Michigan in my lifetime because every time I try to see it, it never happened. 2018, I know Nova was going to kill them. And then 2013, they should have won that, but the bunch of fucking cheaters Rick Pitino, a fucking motherfucking Louisville, with a phantom foul call they called. I still recorded the game. I have it somewhere. They should have won that game. Hockey team, I saw them lose. College World Series, the last one before COVID. God, they were so close. I Last time they won that before, that was like fucking what? 60-something? I'm like, I'll never see this. College Cup, the one time they made it, they played the Akron. And then they lost it in that 2010, 2011. I think it was the 2010 College Cup. Uh, yeah, so football, that ain't happening, where way it's going. I mean, I just go... I'm never going to see a national championship out of this school. Softball ain't happening. That can't. The 05 championship happened just before I came to the U of M. So, like, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. I mean, next year, Michigan has the number one draft class. I think that's the best shot they got. None of these guys are ready for NBA. Austin Davis and some of these guys, yeah, they'll graduate and, you know, go to Europe or Korea or something. Go play. But, holy fuck, none of these guys are ready for NBA. I hope they don't bail like they did, like Mo Wagner did, France's older brother. Like, you're not ready. Not even close. There's no Jordan Poole here, you know, who's on the Warriors now. Like, mm. so I hope they come back next year, you know, and I'm wondering if they need to have a miracle round of 32 to always get to the final because 2013, Trey Burke's you know, with the miracle shot against Kansas, the game I missed. I was eating dinner and a space space needle, back with a girl that day. Whatever. And then uh, 2018, the Jordan pull up on Houston. Now was a heave. Then they made it to the final. Maybe that that's the pattern. They need to struggle in the second round, in the round of 32. But anyways, I'm uh, you gotta give it to LA. I mean, you gotta give it to LA. And then uh, I, I'm not gonna watch the rest of the final four here. I don't give a shit. I mean, this sucks. <laughs> Zags, I do have a soft spot for him as a former Washington State, uh, you know, Washington State resident. I mean, Mark Few, you gotta give it to him, man. Like he's been there forever. It's kind of like Nova with Jay Williams when they won uh, against North Carolina, and then again against Michigan. Unfortunately, but Nova was a better team. I mean, th- there's a soft spot for the small programs like this, so I hope they pull it through. I really do. And then I, I was making fun of them all year. I was like, geez, watch when they get to play the real big boys in the Big Five Conference, not the Christ Conference you got over there in the West Christian Conference or the West Coast Conference, in sure <laughs> Because all of the teams are Catholic other than... Uh, Pepperdine, was it? And then uh fucking uh, BYU because they're Mormons, and then rest of them are Jesuits and Catholics and all that over there. Santa Clara, blah blah blah, blah you know, all those guys. Blah, you know, you get the idea. So I was making fun of them, like you play the Christ Conference and then you never play the big boys of the Big Ten or the Pac-12, you know, all those things. But you know what? Good for Zaga. I'm rooting for them because they've been really good, and then they're clicking in all cylinders. This is unbelievable. I'm a little shocked how good they were. <laughs> I think they had one real struggle against BYU in that uh, WCC final. Um, but I, I go, you know what? They deserve it. They're better than Baylor. Baylor, that shutdown defense and all that, nah, I don't buy it. They struggled that fucking much against Arkansas, a fucking third-tier team out of an SEC, because I thought LSU better. I thought Tennessee is better. I thought the defending champs Alabama were better. Dude, if they're going to have that much trouble with that much speed... For a team that has never hasn't even won their fucking conference, like how are you gonna do it? So, I think Baylor Houston will give Baylor a hard time, but it will be Baylor versus Gonzaga. So you get the true number one versus number two battle. But I think Zags are way too good. They're way too team oriented. They're way too good. So, anyways, that's that. And then, um, what was I gonna talk about today? You know, I. You know what? I I'll I'll save the Snyder cut in a little bit. I don't know if you've been following some of the news lately. You know, I'm gonna get off of the basketball soapbox because I'm still processing it. It has been less than half an hour since this game ended, so uh, uh, there was a big controversy going on, uh, or the controversy, or some stuff going on in the investment world, where our uh, we had some weird, chaotic selling off of like Discovery shares, Viacom, CBS shares, and whatnot the last Friday. They tanked like eighteen dollars. Out of a $55 or some shit. It was ridiculous. And then like, oh. And then other uh, dominoes started falling. I was like, why is Goldman Sachs and all these people unloading this shit? And then uh, there's this dude. Korean dude. His name is Bill Hwang. All these all these knucklehead Americans calling like, Bill Hwang. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm um, <laughs> Bloomberg. Motherfucker on CNBC. I was kind like, can you, can you get an AAPI respect over here? And then uh, this dude is like completely leveraged up. Ridiculous amount. And then he's sinking about $50 billion worth of assets. Uh, yeah, he's uh, going down. <laughs> and then I'm just like, how do people leverage so much and then sink that much? It's like, dude, but that's a point. If you're, if, you're, if you're shooting hot hands like fucking, you know, Juzang was doing off of UCLA, you're going to give it to him. You're going to give him the fucking ball. And this guy was shooting threes all fucking like two, three decades. You know, in the Wall Street, and then now he's like, oh, "Oh, it's not going his way." And then like, Nomura Bank is like fucking selling off their shit. Uh, Swiss Bank, the Bank Swiss, they're fucking selling their shit. So there's a domino effect everywhere. And then now people are looking shit up, like, "Hey, uh, this is Billy Huang. Billy Huang, Huang motherfucker. Um, is uh, he has some weird charity uh, that uh, that has about a uh, five hundred million dollars of wealth." Uh, what's up with that? What's up with that? What's up? What's up? And then uh, all the, all the, all these people, all these people. I'm I'm trying to find the charity name over here, folks, because it was hilarious. I was just going like charity. What the fuck? Billy Huang, uh, the man who shows off the Wall Street. Let me look up here quickly. All right, here I found it. It's called the Grace and Mercy Foundation. It has about five hundred million dollars in uh assets wealth and so it makes it one of the top 100 uh charities in the u.s but nobody's ever heard of it he sold his uh amazon shares you know donated it he sold so he says and all that shit i just go all right all right buddy let's see i mean and then uh this is not the first go around this guy's a famous dude he's a four and then uh what i'm reading an article from uh Oh yeah, today it says Bill Hong's comeback was nearly complete. I'm reading off of Korea Times website here in English. Once punished by U.S. and American Asian Asian regulators for stock trading rule violations at his uh, former hedge fund, the the New York investor rebuilt his fortune to about ten billion dollars. Major Wall Street banks once again competed for his business, and his charitable foundation coffers swelled by hundreds of millions of dollars. And, you know, he's been throwing God around, and then I saw some of the videos about his faith and all that stuff, and then uh, Colleen told me today that uh, the ARC fund, the uh, Kathy lady, what's his, what's her name? Why, why can't I remember people's name? I'm still having an emotional effect. Do I got a COVID? Is it a vaccine thing that I can't think straight these days? And then, uh, but the ARC fund lady, Kathy Wood, you know, she was toting God too, so I'm just like, like, Jesus Christ, is God really only for these people? God is more capitalistic than I fucking thought. And then, uh, what did he say? Quote, when we create good companies through the capitalism that God has allowed, it enhances the people's lives. God delights in those things, Huang said in a video posted online in 2019. Why am I doing a sudden twang, you know, twang, you know, to do this? I don't fucking know. (laughs) But Huang's image on Wall Street unraveled again in the last week with the art Archegos, Archegos, Capital Management LP, the so-called family office that handled his fortune, defaulted on margin calls and triggered a fire sale of stocks, according to sources. As a result, Japanese Bank Nomura and Switzerland Credit Suisse are facing billions and billions of billions of dollars in losses. Huang did not directly respond to messages seeking comment. Uh, the spokesperson Karen Kessler uh, spokesperson Archego said in the statement quote this is a challenging time for the family office our partners and employees all plans are being discussed as mr Huang and the team the, the team determined the best path forward unquote uh, son of a Korean pastor father I heard his uh, English uh, he has accent uh, he has earned business degrees I think, you'll see a like Oprah! Uh, and the Carnegie Mellon University, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm so mad, UCLA and Asian references coming up after that basketball game, I'm getting triggered, and I'm an Asian, uh, he honed his stock picking skills from 96 to 2000 at Tiger Management, billionaire Julian Robertson, pioneering hedge uh, fund, fame for betting on pairs of companies for the, from the same industry, going long, one seen as a winner, and short, the other identified as a laggard, uh 2001 Huang launched his own Tiger Asia management and seed money from Robertson making him one of the illegalers of the proteges of the dubbed the Tiger Cubs. Uh, but then that that firm closed in 2012. Uh Huang after uh, Huang pleaded guilty, I'm paraphrasing reading here quickly. Guilty to wire fraud relating to illegal trading chinese bank stocks and so separately paid 44 million dollars to u.s authorities to settle insider trading charges then he turned his firm into a family office remaining and renaming into archigo's capital management i think he said the archigo stands for like a god one person hero balling forward or something that was i i read that elsewhere blah 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 little regulated and then it was like going to it was created to manage the wealth of the Uh, Private individuals and their families Opposed to hedge funds Uh, Right So uh, But he somehow built the assets Up to 10 billion dollars A source familiar with the situation And he's been speaking frequently about His uh, Faith Faithful uh, I'm sorry Faith (laughs) It's an inside joke One person will get on this Um, His faith and business Co-founded the charity The Grace and Mercy Foundation Which Quote, supports the poor and oppressed And helps people learn, grow, and serve Unquote As well as encouraging public reading of scripture According to its website See, I love when people tote God With a capitalism While uh, nobody's ever heard of this fucking charity You know And his wife serves as a director Gee, what a surprise You know Put a woman in her place In the kitchen of a foundation and a family office uh, had nearly 500 million dollars in assets Right, I just said this In a public disclosure Because people are now digging it up It's a secretive charity That's what CNBC was fucking saying It's like, dude, it's not secretive It was all out in the open But no one paid attention to it You know, that's a fucking problem IRS needs to fucking track these motherfuckers You know All these fucking 0.1% motherfuckers I don't give a shit if it's a Korean or not But anyways Uh, Bill hung runs uh, quote Bill Huang. Runs a very concentrated high leverage book Unquote Said Thomas Hayes The chairman of the Great L Capital LLC in New York The exact financial cost to Huang Of the recent turmoil was unclear Now in his mid-50s The thick glasses and slicked back Salt and pepper hair What, what the hell kind of expression is this Korea Times Huang uh, has previously leaned on Bible In the times of stress <laughs> I love how people find God In the times of difficulty Um Shawn Michaels didn't say the same thing. Uh, oh, BKU you and your wrestling references. I'm a born again. Okay. Uh, Quote I never, I had really, I had really a bad business problem and I knew no matter how much money I had, and I had a lot of money, not a many, and a lot of connections, but they couldn't help me. Unquote. He said at a Hawaiian Islands Ministries event, the YouTube link somewhere. But, so one thing I know is that I had to go to a uh, new was uh, I had to go to scripture Jesus loves you uh, and that's the end of the article um, Fuck uh all I will say is you know This man has been charged once before but uh for some reason I'm just gonna say I find that funny how Every time some shit goes on the wall street not, None of these executives you know, who allowed the derivative trading, who allowed reckless trading, you know, unregulated, unchecked, power unchecked, just scapegoat off free, and then some nobody VP, because everybody's a fucking VP in banks, and then the director is a higher title, well, you know, whatever. So, some random VP, who happens to carry an Indian name, goes to a fucking jail for... Tr- trading the fucking uh, derivatives but not the rest of the executives who allow this you know dude to take it i feel like the same thing's going to happen with this guy and there's like this guy is a known criminal and this guy is really no different from the rest of the wall street you know that has like done this but since he he leveraged up so high by himself and then uh, <laughs> he's like sinking he's a domino effect now the market fallout I'm like that started cuz he was also backholding quite a bit of uh, a ca- uh, the fucking calls on discovery and the uh, discovery of the discovery channel family, yes, the A&E and all those motherfuckers, discovery plus, the new streaming service, Viacom CBS, yes, Viacom and CBS combined again to launch a fucking Paramount Plus, but I'm not going to get into that, but uh yeah, the catalyst is the Viacom CBS when the fu- fucking thing sank, sunken, sank, Sinked. Whatever the fuck you want to call it late Friday Because Goldman Sachs started unloading this shit And go, oh, fuck, 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 fuck But, uh, yeah And then, uh, leverage, blah, blah, blah Now now that for many years Uh, I'm reading the Forbes article Uh, I'm going down the leverage part Of the catalyst of their downfall right now Uh, benefited from positive aspects of leverage Right I talked about leverage before Whatever Uh, small winners become major winners Uh, but High risk, high reward. That's what's happening. You only put up uh, 20% of the stock value and borrow the rest. And then when the stock falls over 20%, you have nothing left. And after that, the further it declines, well, you may as well owe money. And then that's a lot, right? Then it was falling in a free fall, you know, last week. Knock on effect. Now, because this guy was carrying so much fucking, it's not just Viacom. Other companies believe to have a significant holding on Bill Huang's fund at a similar price, such as Discovery Communication. I just talked about that. And many U.S. listed Chinese companies. So she has a search engine by ba- Baidu. I think he talked about it as one of the Jeebus scripture talk scripture talk in Korean that I was listening earlier. Tencent music, IQIUI, right? IQIYI, and then VIP Shop. Uh, in most cases, the price action is similar. The share price decline decline looks like a carnage, but the pricing is generally back when it's around it was around three months ago after a substantial run up in the value in early 2021. Given that Archigo's Archegos was a private fund. We have very little information what the old actual holdings were and of course banks don't want to telegraph when they're making major sales. But the fact that Nomura and Credit Suisse are fucking around selling off their shit tells me that... uh, Dude, buddy, how much did you guys give him? How much did you guys give him? How much did your VPs give this motherfucker? I mean, Jesus struck down hard, yo. Um, I think uh, UCLA you know, oh, I just farted, I can smell it, so I don't have COVID, so I know, uh, but holy fuck, dude, like, this guy, I think he's gonna go to jail, or he's gonna get investigated, and then say, how did this happen, and then, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, he won Wall Street bets, what's the difference, man, what's the difference between this and a Robin Hood glitch, leveraging up infinitely, you know, it's like, I don't see anything wrong, but this is the exact poison, the drug that I always talk about That Jesus wants you to uh, fucking fix it up Fucking greed You know, this guy was trying to come back I mean, I see it, I would have kind of done the similar thing I was like, I've done this before, I can do this Give me the fucking ball, I'm Judy, I'm John Zuzang And then like, I'm gonna shoot the three like he did on UCLA against Michigan Fucking Christ Alright, well, I didn't get to talk about the Snyder Cut but uh, I'll talk about that probably as a special off-sode one-off I'm going to release because I haven't done that in a while. And then I'm running up on 20 minutes and I'm really exhausted. I'm supposed to be on a vacation, but it's been an intense day doing all this non-work shit along with the uh, feeling the vaccine. You know, about 36 hours now passed. It's going to be 48 hours very soon, but. Holy fuck. Yeah, I got the vaccine. I got the Dern, yo. I got the Moderna. But uh, I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about the Zack Snyder uh, Justice League, you know, because I've had I I've been holding off what I wanted to say for a while. So I'll do that next time. But uh, anyways, thanks for listening. God damn it, Michigan basketball. You should have done better. But uh, I'm happy that both men and women got to the, uh, the, 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 the Sweet 16 minimum um, because the first time the women's basketball... Got to the Sweet 16 and almost beat Baylor. And then, uh, you know, I'm Michigan, out of all of them in the Big Ten Conference, represented and went the longest. It just breaks my heart that they played so shitty at the wrongest pi- time possible with such a lack of confidence. I've seen in my fucking life. And I wish, if they're going to go out like this, I wish Colorado would have gotten to the fucking Sweet 16. Because you cut the fucking streaky Florida State, they should have fucking lost. And that Colorado has never made Street 16 since 1969. God damn it. Why can't they get this shit right? They should have gotten their feet wet with a fucking Pac-12 team. Not a fucking ACC streaky motherfucking conference. That sucked ass. All right, I'm going to fucking stop. (laughs) I'm getting on a mode here. Maybe it's a microchip inside my arm that's making me go off right now. This this robot is not functioning. Dr. Fauci, can you go get this man? The Q, we're trying to control BK, but the microchip is not fucking working. Anyways, thanks for listening. And then uh, email me about my rage over here at uh, aa-show at outlook.com. aa-show at outlook.com. And then uh, I'll come back with an episode. Hell, why not? I'm on a fucking holidays. Uh, So happy early Easter. I'll probably release it during the Easter for the Snyder Cut. And then uh, we'll check back next week when we get to the April, yo. Finally, the old Arbor Day. I'm going to start recording this thing, at least in Arbor Day. Oh, yeah. All right, peace out. Bye-bye.